Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Playwright Repertory Podcast. I'm Mitchell Huntley, here with my co-host, Sarah Lena Sparks. Hello, everybody. And today, we're here with Ryan Miller and the Orange County School of the Arts Musical Theater Conservatory's Drama Comp class. It's part two of a four-part series where we're going to be talking about devising and writing in a class, as well as showing you the pieces they've been working on all year. So welcome to the podcast, everybody. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for having us. We are thrilled to be here. This was a class that Mitchell was in when he was in high school. He was. Mitchell was was a, a nice anchor for the classes. We dreamed up insane things. And then Mitchell, ever the, ever the realist, would say, uh, can we? Should we? Yeah. And kept our feet on the ground. But literally. Um, and got us out of some. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then got us out of some, some, some difficult jams as, as writers tend to get themselves into. Yeah. So. It was a thrilling time, and now now we're back, Mitchell. Can you explain what the class is for the uh, audience? I know, just remind them, because this is, of course, the second part of, course. of the series. Of course, of course, yeah. So for those of you who haven't listened to part one yet, shame on you. <laughs> Go listen to it. But now that you're on part two, essentially the class is helping students make their own work. And we do that through kind of a very, very mellowed down version of devised theater, where we take them through really basic concepts of the viewpoints, which is a type of vocabulary that un- helps you understand theater making. And then based on a series of like images and sometimes based on stuff we're already doing in class, they have to conceive of a, an idea for a show. They take an, an image and they write a story based on that image and they pitch it to the class. It's very democratic, the last living form of true democracy <laughs> in dramatic composition. And they vote and they select one story that they are going to build. And then the second half of the year is about writing that story, staging that story, and eventually performing that story. But here we are in the age of social distancing and we're not able to stage and perform it. So we reached out to you guys and uh, you guys have been gracious enough to let us showcase our work in, in a new platform so that's in a nutshell what we do in dramatic composition yeah, we're really excited for the audience to hear it we love student work this is all student work so it all works out all student work correct yes yeah in the dramatic composition class we have you have people from mostly sophomores right sophomores and up correct yeah yeah, we have it's it's primarily a 10th grade focused class, but I get some juniors and seniors who hop in and like yourself Mitchell when you were a junior and got to step in and so it's a it's a it's somewhat of a mixed bag of people. Sometimes I get people who have never written anything in their lives. Sometimes I get people who have written three plays already, right? And they all have to come together. And the real big key word is collaboration and figuring out how can everybody's voice be heard. It doesn't mean we use everybody's ideas. That's impossible. But it's about making space for everybody's voice to be heard. And it is not the easiest way to make theater, but it might be the most useful way and collaboration and devising that's what this whole series is really about and now that we have a little mm-hmm. more um, gauge of what the class is let's start reading the play so the play that we will be reading today is called up in the air by the drama comp class mm-hmm. correct i'll be reading some stage ish directions but there are very few this place takes place all in one location so that's part of what we're interested in is is 
hearing it read and hearing how it sounds and and if it plays if we understand that the the audience focus shifts to different spaces uh even though we're in we're in one location the entire play that was part of what the students were uh, were interested in so team everybody thumbs up ready to go love it love it love it all right you guys we present to you up in the air Rob Robertson reporting in from Buford, Wyoming, here to document the world's longest flight, departing at 7.23 a.m. today. I will be accompanying this specially crafted plane <clears throat> over here. Camera person, what's your name? Judith. Pan over to the plane, Judith. This plane is intended to circumnavigate the globe, arriving back here in Buford in 47 hours. This flight was almost canceled due to rising tensions between America and North Korea, caused by a Twitter battle between President Trump and Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un. However, a majority of the 21 passengers fought to keep the flight on schedule. The world waits. Pan the camera back to me. Um, the world waits in anticipation to see the results of this battle between opposing countries. You know what? We're going off script for this one, Janice. It's Judith, sir. Judith, right. My apologies. I just want to say that I'm honored to be taking part in this historic event. I'm now joined with the first people to be boarding the plane, the pilots and flight attendants. These are the pilots, Joe and Ryan. Would you please give our viewers an introduction to this magnificent experience? Hi, I'm Joe, the pilot in command for this flight. This is my 827th flight, so with my vast experience, I will be able to ensure everyone a safe and comfortable flight. Unfortunately, my usual co-pilot, Ryan, who was supposed to be accompanying me today, is sadly in the hospital after a terrible accident involving a watermelon. Well, that is quite unfortunate. Do you know who will be standing in for him today? Yes, I just... So, uh, I'm Rashida. I'm a co-pirate today. She means co-pilot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I haven't had my coffee yet. Okay, and these are the flight attendants. What are your names? Hi, I'm Katie, and this is my fellow flight attendant, Kathy. A pleasure to meet all you viewers. Hello, mates. Nice to meet you both. Just a few questions for you ladies. When it comes to being a flight attendant for the longest flight, are there any immediate concerns? No, there are none. Kathy and I aren't concerned. Why would we be? Well, of course, there's nothing better than being able to fly around the world with people for a living. Back in England, they called me an airborne trolley pusher. Thank you, flight crew, for ensuring our safety in the air. Now to some of the passengers on this flight. <clears throat> Jenny. Jenny, pan the camera back to me. Hello, and how do you three know each other? We are the tightest triplets. Triplets, sure, that's believable. I'm Axe. I'm Axel. I'm Axis. Wow, those are some lovely names. How do you feel about being lucky winners of the raffle to be a part of the longest plane flight in the world? We have come from Father's Camp to fulfill the prophecy of Azeroth. The blood of the innocent will rain and water the blooming roses throughout the earth. Okay, thank you, Tetris twins. The Titus triplets. Hello, ma'am. What is your name? I'm Cynthia Peters. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm a huge fan. The pleasure is mine. Is this your brother? Oh, Rob, stop it. This is my son, Jason. And what brings you two on this magnificent flight? Well, I recently got divorced, so things haven't exactly been the brightest at home. But this trip is going to be such a great bonding experience for me and Jason. Isn't it, honey? Poor boy. <sighs> things have been so tough since his dad left. I just hope this trip is able to bring some joy into Jason. Trust me, there's nothing plain about this experience. Uh -huh. Plain? Get it? <laughs> it's 
because we're going on a plane. Isn't that hilarious, sweetheart? Hey there, bud. Are you excited to be a part of history? Jason, please <sighs> use your big boy voice. Okay, passengers are now beginning to board faster than my Aunt Polly drives to a knitting convention, so I'm going to head inside and get some pretzels. This has been Rob Robertson from Art Attack Global. Stay beaming, Buford, and we'll see you when we get back from the world's longest nonstop flight. Hey, new guy, how much are we paying you? Nothing, I'm an intern. That makes sense. You hold a camera like my Aunt Polly holds a martini at an open bar. Um, Mr. Robertson, I have something... Shh, you listen to me when I'm talking to you. Now where was I? Right. Don't ever let this happen again. I swear I'll have to fire you faster than my Aunt Polly types. 104 words per minute, by the way. Who's Aunt Polly? She's my aunt, you idiot. This is just unacceptable, Jack. Call my social media manager right away. I will not let this get in the way of my brand. Sorry to eavesdrop, but I couldn't help it over here. You're talking about having a social media manager? I'm an influencer, too. What do you do? Oh, I started a company, Anovrin. It's the one with the new protein substitute. Oh! I, like, basically do the same thing. I'm a vegan influencer. I guess you could say I'm a businesswoman like you. Girl power. Oh, cool. But I don't think it's the same thing. You see, I... No, no, I must have not explained it clearly then. I, too, started from the bottom. I never said that. Let me finish. I... Like I was saying, I started from 100 followers to over 1 million just by preaching my veganism. I'm a self-proclaimed nutritionist and CEO of myself. Okay. I was just wondering why you keep bringing Aunt Polly up. I don't mean to overstep my boundaries, but it's kind of excluding millions of viewers who have never met her before. Not true. My Aunt Polly loves them more than she loves her 12 birds, all differing in breeds. It's just, I feel the whole Aunt Polly thing. Enough about my Aunt Polly! Now what was it that was so important you had to interrupt me earlier? Well, I, um, you see, like 21 years ago, you... Never mind. Where's the booze? I was promised booze. The moon landing was faked. Good to know. 24A? Do you see 24A anywhere? Oh, you're in my row. I'm 24C. Oh, awesome. I'm Carla. Excuse I'm me. Ca- yes, sir? Excuse me. Flat attending. Can I get a moist towelette? Of course, sir. That'll just be $30. But I'm Rob Robertson. You know, global news anchor extraordinaire. Stay beaming, Buford. God, nothing? Channel 7. Enjoy your flight, sir. Can I at least get some pretzels? Good day, everyone. At this time, we would like to ask you to put your mobile phones on airplane mode as we will be taking off momentarily. God, my lawyer won't stop calling me. Lawyer? Not to be nosy, but what do you need a lawyer for? Well, you see, about several months ago, my husband left me, and... No way! My husband left me, too. It's been hard, but I am powering through the pain and wanted to do something for myself. So I said, Carla... You are entering this lottery to take a nice, long flight far away from that scumbag. And you are finally going to be the free-spirited, spontaneous gal you always wanted to be. Anyways, what were you saying? Well, before my husband... Ex-husband. Right. My ex-husband had won the lottery for this as a trip for the two of us to take, and I didn't want it to go to waste, so here I am. Good for you, girl. Hi! I couldn't help but overhear you talking about your divorces with your husband. I'm Cynthia, single mom. That's my son, Jason. Say hi, Jason. (sighs) (laughs) Ma'am, will you please take your seat? 
Hello, thank you for joining us on Finkin Airlines. On behalf of Captain Joe and co-pilot Rashida, we are happy to serve you and are thrilled that you are joining us for the world's longest flight recorded in history. Now, we'll be taking off very shortly, but as of now, we must go through some basic safety procedures to make sure that this flight is as smooth and safe as possible. First, we must ask all of you wonderful passengers to buckle your seatbelt. Stow away your tray tables. Make sure your seats are in the upright position and are ready for takeoff. If you're seated next to an emergency exit, please read carefully the special instruction card located in the pocket of your seat. Did you know that the oxygen masks don't even save us? The flight attendants just fill them up with drugs and they die. I'll trust those. Tom Cruise taught me that one. We would like to remind you that smoking is strictly prohibited on this aircraft. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to ask. We will be back shortly with snacks and any needed assistance. This is your captain speaking. Flight attendants, please prepare for takeoff. Hello, passengers. Now that we are reaching our cruising altitude, flight attendants should be by soon with snacks and drinks. Weather looks good and we are expecting a smooth flight. I'm so excited about this trip. I heard the plane has new technology to minimize germs on tray tables and seats. Then why are you wiping everything down with Clorox bleach? Oh, I just, you know, like things to be clean. Isn't that a little intense? What? No, no, it's nothing like that. I just need the things I touch to be clean, the chairs I sit in to be clean, the oxygen I breathe to be clean. It's really no big deal. Okay, well, could you hand me that magazine? Jeez, that is literally covered in germs. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll just grab it myself. What? No way, this can't be happening to me. Ugh. What's wrong? It's just, you know, I'm an influencer and I was promised that there'd be good Wi-Fi on this flight and it's already not connecting. Just so annoying. Oh, yeah. Totally get it. Hey, dude, will you grab my phone charger? I want to post the wedding photos. I don't see a phone charger in here anywhere. Are you sure? It's in the blue bag. I told you to bring it. Nope, not here. I even looked in the other bag. AJ, are you kidding me? How can you forget the phone charger? The one thing I told you to pack and somehow that's too difficult for you. The one thing, I practically packed the whole house with us. It's not my fault you can't save your battery. Seriously? No Wi-Fi? It's a little <clears throat> odd for the longest flight in the world. They can't really be that cheap, can they? Sorry for the technical difficulties. Wi-Fi should be back on soon. Ugh, what am I going to do on this plane ride? Ooh, Miss, do you have any alcohol? I'm so sorry, but alcohol is not being served at this time. What? Did anyone, maybe by chance, happen to smuggle some booze through TSA? Katie? AJ, hi. How are you? Uh, I, I'm good. So, what you doing on this flight? I'm a flight attendant, clearly. Great. Siblings, do you see that? That's my biologically associated friends is a sign. A sign that what the high beings predicted in ancient times is now coming true. Chill out. It's just the lights. Whoa. Oh, cool. What's happening? 
All this turbulence. It's making us nervous. We have to pee. To the facilities, my brethren. Up here in the cockpit, homie. <laughs> Seriously, I guess we really are the captains now. How are you even a pilot? Oh, you know, took some online classes at epicflightacademy.com. You heard of it? Uh, sure. Oh, I also got ordained online, getordained.org. So if you ever need someone to marry you, I mean, like, not marry, marry, but like to a fine man or something down the road. Have you been checking our flight course? Oh, shit. Yeah, for sure, man. I'll be looking. But honestly, I can just feel when we're on the right track, you know? Like, a dog see ghosts. I fly planes with my intuition. Well, I'd prefer if you were actually looking at the map. Damn. I tough crowd. So I brought some board games. Uno's my fave to play in the sky, but I also have, um... Stop. What do they want? Just pick up the phone. Hello. This is your captain speaking. <laughs> what? What? I think you have the wrong number. What was that? Oh, just some of the guys from flight control. I think they're trying to mess with me. They said some crazy things were happening. Something about Korea and apocalypse. I mean, can you believe that? I mean, I get the pranks, but like trying to pull a bomb scare on me. Just get out of here. I'm trying to fly a plane up here. Get serious. Like, just do your job, dude. They said what? Whoa. What's happening? Oh my god, we need to check the flight map. Try and call them again. Bro. I said call them again. Oh, no answer. Weird. How come there's literally no other planes over North America? Why is there not a single plane in all of North America? Oh my god, oh my god. Katie, Kathy, you guys are never going to believe this. I think the world might be crumbling down there. But you didn't hear it from me. What? What do you mean? The flight tower called and said something terrible is going on down there. And there's not a single other plane I can see in the sky right now. Oh my god. They're probably just jerking our chains. Shut up, Rashida. Bloody hell, what in God's name are we going to do? We can only, we can only stall them with pretzels for so long until they're going to find out. Do we tell them? No, not yet. Rashid and I will think of something to do. In the meantime, just make sure everyone is okay and calm. Brethren, did you overhear? Prophecy has been brought upon us. Red roses bloom across a sea of fire. Excitement flows through my veins. I have longed for this moment. Lord Azeroth, your sign will not be in vain. We shall burn and arise as phoenixes in your new world. Excuse me, whoever's in the bathroom needs to hurry up. We have been discovered! Destruction formation! You shouldn't be running on a plane, children. Pretzel, sir? Oh no, I don't eat those. Babe, come on, they're for your hypoglycemia. How many times have to tell you to stop bothering me about my health? I can keep track for myself. Babe, I'm just looking out for you. Pretzels? Oh, pretzels? Spectacular. Jason, sweetie pie, do you want any? Mm. What was that, honey? I don't want pretzels. Systems, you're going to have to speak. I said up. I don't want pretzels. Honey, I was just asking. So. I'm so sorry, dear. I just wanted to take care of my baby. Are you sure, Sweetie Pie? Is there anything you want? No. Pretzels? Uh, hold on a second. We are prepared, siblings. We may begin the ceremony. Prepare the grail of Azeroth. I'm sorry. All I could find is this plastic cup. Do not lament, siblings. Although the deplorable TSA minions were too powerful, 
We shall find a way to please Azeroth. Hail Azeroth! Yeah, hail Nazareth. What? What are they doing? Why are you going along with this? Going along with things that don't make sense makes drinking all the more fun. You're drunk. No. But you just said... (laughs) What are you doing? I'm trying to take a picture of the sky. Ow! Sorry. You want to please just stay in your own seat. Jeez, sorry. Pretzels? May I have two bags, please? I love, love, love pretzels. (laughs) I'm sorry. Could you please pull down your tray table to eat? Here, I have some Kleenex to clean it. Don't worry about it. I'm not a messy eater. I'm sorry, but you're 20% more likely to catch illnesses while on a plane, and I am not taking that risk. Oh, okay, okay. Calm down, please. Azeroth. 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 The end of the world is here. Attend! Tremble upon the presence of our great King Azeroth, puny mortals. Hear our prayer! Reawaken our hooved king, the ultimate god, Azeroth! May the goat king rise! Any volunteers to give themselves to the magnificent Azeroth? Goats? Pretzels? Azeroth? What's going on? Are you all going insane? That's what I thought too, and then I realized, Michaela, why you're drunk. <laughs> what is going on here? You! Me? I'm too young to die. Take Jolene instead. I swear, covering the presidential debate is starting to look pretty good right now. Filming? Oh, are you a camerawoman? Yeah, I am actually. Would you mind taking a picture outside of your window for me, please? You dare ignore us, mortal? Answer our puny call, worms. Azeroth is gracious, but will not wait for eternity. I'm sorry, but you're disturbing some of the passengers. Be gone, mistress of evil. Please, this is your last warning. Her face betrays anger, siblings. Perhaps her threats are genuine. Siblings, do not fret, for this is one of the trials of Azeroth. Yes, my sibling. Excuse me, please be seated. Indeed, these trials are challenging. You have not seen the last of us. Wow. Yeah, do you need me to take a picture of you? Yeah, can you? Just take a picture of me right here next to the window. I want my followers to know that if I can live my life 30,000 feet in the air, then they can too. Thank you so much. Oh, and by the way, I'm Ebony. Judith, nice to meet you. Rob, did you hear that? Hear what, July? Just take the girl's picture. Actually, it's scientifically proven that looking at your screen for too long causes dyslexia. Did you know that cell phone companies are controlled by the Illuminati? What the? Mr. Robertson? What? I need to finish this broadcast script. This might make a spot on that script. Look outside. My bountiful Buford, but in- Is everything all right there with the phone? I think everyone needs to take a look outside. Look, what is that? They look like explosions. What are we gonna do? Why don't you ask someone else, since I'm too irresponsible to know? Oh my god, it is too early in the morning for this, and my head... It's 3.30 in the afternoon. Perfect time to vomit. Oh, I need to go to the restroom. Kelly, it's okay. I'm here for you, I promise. What does that mean? Um, uh, nothing. I'm just gonna go sit down. Attention passengers, due to some slight turbulence, please take your seats, close your windows, and fasten your seatbelts. What's going on? Just take your seat, ma'am. Oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Can you believe this is happening? This is obviously because of the Trump and Kim Jong-un Twitter battle. What if this is the end of the world? Wait, you may be right. No, that can't be what's happening. 
You may have a point. There was buzz about this feud possibly getting out of hand back at the station. I need to know what's going on. All this panicking is spreading disease. You people need to chill out. <laughs> this plane ride feels like it's gone on forever. I need a drink. You look like you need one too. No. No, 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 no. Don't we have bigger things to worry about? But don't you know what being on the longest flight in the world means? No. It means you get to face the longest hangover after. Excuse me. Please do not speak of alcohol near my innocent baby. Cover your ears, sweetie. I'm so sorry you have to hear Mama raise her voice. Can someone please just tell us what the hell is going on? Of course, AJ. Sir, Pinkin Airlines apologizes for the inconvenience. We have been informed by our pilots that there were multiple explosions within a thousand mile radius. We ask for all passengers to remain calm. Thank you. Wait, but I haven't even gotten my pretzels yet. Mr. Robertson, we seriously should not be ordering pretzels right now, please. Explosions? I, what? Does this mean the world is ending? Um, does this mean our family's got bombed? I didn't even get to say goodbye. My mom, my little brother. Does that mean this could be really it for us too? Whoa, 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 we're not gonna die. Honestly, let's just try to look on the bright side for now. They only said explosions within a thousand mile radius, right? Yeah, okay. Don't worry, Vivi, this is perfect. Perfect? How is this perfect? Perfect time to steal me some liquid courage. Let me train you in the art of alcoholic espionage. It's gonna be hard to do that when they're out of alcohol. I heard someone ask for some earlier and the flight attendant said they didn't have any left. What? They ran out of alcohol? How could that happen? I wonder... Okay, everyone needs to remain calm. We're gonna die, we're gonna die, we're gonna die. Everybody, please take your seats. I'm gonna hurl. No, I can't handle this. I knew I should have brought that hazmat suit. This is crazy. It's okay, honey. Everything is going to be okay. Janice, you better be getting this. Are you serious? I'm lowering your salary 20%, you slacker. I'm an intern. We're all going to die. Everybody shut up and sit down. We need you all to please remain seated and fasten your seatbelts because, because... Because you bloody blokes are burning our biscuits. What did the British ones say? What's going on? I'm not sure. I can't believe this is happening on top of everything else. We're all gonna die, aren't we? Of course not. I'm sure everything will be okay. I won't let anything happen to you. Thank you. I knew I shouldn't have gone on this trip. My sisters put my name in as a prank, but of course we never thought I would actually win. Oh, you have sisters? No, it it was actually my sorority sisters. They did it when I first joined the sorority. Go Kappa Kappa Gamma! No way. You're a Cappy too? Duh. No, I thought you might be one when we sat down. You're like so pretty and nice. Oh my god, thank you. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm getting serious Leo vibes from you. I am a Leo. No way, because I'm an Aries. <laughs> My son Jason is an Aries. He's so confident and outspoken. Why don't you tell these nice ladies something about yourself, Jason? <laughs> Everyone, do not panic. I think this plane is being hijacked by uh, uh, robots remotely from the ground. Uh, initiate emergency landing. Call all of your loved ones before it's too late. I can already feel the air spinning. Oh my god, I think I feel it too. 
She's hyperventilating. Someone get her something to drink. Would goat milk do? We brought extra for the trip. Is it spiked? Indeed, with the blood of each triplet at the hands of another. Bottoms up. I can't believe that no one has given me my pretzels yet. I asked for them an hour ago. Mr. Robertson, you already ate your pretzels. I most certainly did not, Josie. Don't you remember? The flight attendant brought them, and you yelled at her for interrupting your movie. That doesn't sound like me at all, unless it was Frozen 2. Now that is a masterpiece. Was it Frozen 2, Jolene? No, sir. I believe it was the first Frozen. Please, who do you think I am? Excuse me. All right, love? Can I get a pack of pretzels on the double? I don't know, sir. You acted kind of boggers last time around. Scared the living daylights out of me. You went quite mad. I'll show you mad. Just wait until my Aunt Polly hears about this. Let it go, Mr. Robertson. You need to calm down. I need headphones. AJ, where are my headphones? Headphones. Oh yeah, those headphones. I packed them. Just give me a minute. Get them out. <clears throat> no, I'm gonna go get water. You better have found them by the time I get back. How much for a pair of headphones? Fifty dollars. Great. Keep the change. Those aren't my headphones. Did you just buy these? What? Of course not. I brought these from home. You should really get your eyes checked, baby girl. Don't baby girl me, it's embarrassing. AJ, AJ, are you, are you even listening to me right now? Ladies and gentlemen, if I could please get your attention. Juliana, come on, this should be good. Lights, camera, action. I am your co-pilot, Joe, and I would like to personally thank you all for bearing with us in this uncomfortable situation. Totally right, bro. Flying really takes it out of you. Online flight school, a breeze. This? Nah, dog, this ain't it. Rashida, get back to the cockpit and take control of the plane immediately. Oh, straight up, brother. You're really doing your job, man. You taught me everything I know. Please don't say that to anyone. I see you, bro. You want to keep it a secret? Respect. I love you, dog. Get off. Yeah, you should probably let go now. Statistics show that humans are 10 times more susceptible to disease on an airplane, and physical contact for 2.2 seconds or longer can result in severe cases of pneumonia and tuberculosis. Tom Cruise told me that one. All true. Every word. Except for the tuberculosis part. That disease was made up by aliens to explain the sudden deaths of their victims. Excuse me. My sister-in-law died from that terrible, terrible disease last spring. Are you suggesting that was fake? Fact. Sister-in-laws aren't real either. Brothers are incapable of finding love, and thus sister-in-laws are a figment of your imagination. The sister you never had. Sister-in-law? More like sorority sisters. (laughs) Totally! Oh my gosh, they are so loud. My eardrums can't take it. (laughs) Want some earplugs? I always keep an extra one on me in case of an emergency. Oh, thank you. Not many people understand the severity of a damaged eardrum. Right. I do not intend to lose my hearing at 42 years old. You're 42? You don't look a day over 20. (laughs) That's not what my husband, my ex-husband used to tell me. Well, he sounds like a jerk and a liar. I think you look stunning. Oh, thanks, Carla. That's, That's so sweet. Hi. Hello? Um, would you two mind saving the sexual tension between you for a later time when I'm not in immediate fire? That would be great. <laughs> sexual tension? Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm complete. I, I just divorced from my husband. Ex-husband. AJ, uh, sir, I know you didn't like the pretzels, so I brought you some trail mix. Uh, thanks. Oh, and don't eat the almonds. I know they upset your stomach. 
Uh, how does she know that almonds upset your stomach? What? I don't know. Weird. AJ, what's going on? We went out, we went out a few times. It was nothing serious. When? How long did you date? Actually, it might have been a little more than a couple of times. It was more like, uh, 10, no, 11 months? Like I said, nothing serious. That's how long we dated before we got married. Do you think our relationship is nothing serious? Of course not, baby girl. Don't call me that. Do you take anything seriously? You don't pack my stuff, you don't listen to me. What? Just leave me alone. Can I have your attention, please? The crew is working on getting an update for you all. We sincerely apologize for all the uncertainty, and we're sorry in advance for what we're about to tell you. Prince Charles is a vampire, and we are his prey. Why else would a Brit be allowed on this plane? Would you kindly shut up? We need to tell you that the world has gone mad. There's no easy way to say this, but as far as we can tell, we are some of the last people alive on Earth. What? Are you serious? Our pilots are coming up with a plan, and we will keep you updated as that plan is put into action. We will be back with you shortly. This is crazy. One, the world is about to end. Two, she sounds like my poli-sci professor. No way. You're taking poli-sci too? Oh my god, we are like the same person. Seriously, sisters for life. (laughs) No, but on the down low, this is a very scary time. As of right now, we are circling a small circumference above the Atlantic between the U.S. and Europe. The bombs are mostly flying between the United States and North Korea, but their allies have been targeted too. That includes much of Europe, China, and some parts of Russia. No! My people! You're not from any of those places, Mr. Robertson. Listen here, Jacqueline. Just because you don't look like does not mean I'm not one of them. Are you? I'll have you know that I am one twelfth Russian on my Aunt Polly's side. Dasvidanya. What if we landed in Iceland? We can't land there. I didn't think to bring a jacket on this trip. It's not cold in Iceland. Please, it's in the name Ebony. Think about it. Iceland is far enough away from Europe and Greenland to be in danger if either is bombed. Plus, it gets us out of the direct path between the U.S. and North Korea. AJ, can you back me up here? I don't know, baby girl. Sometimes you gotta read the crowd. If the people don't want Iceland, don't take them to Iceland. God, you're unbelievable. I can't believe I married you. I don't even like you. Come on, don't say that. What would you do without me? Probably be a lot happier. Excuse me. I need to stretch my legs. God, why can't you just listen to me? Water? Blanket? No, I'm okay, thanks. Of course. Can I ask you something? Sure. You guys dated, right? What? You and AJ. He told me. He just doesn't listen to me. Was he like that with you? Well, when we were dating, he never actually listened to me either. I would plan a really nice dinner for us or a trip, and the one thing I asked him to do, he wouldn't do it. He always interrupted me, too. I knew it was never going to last. I know it's none of my business, but... You're better off without him. You really think so? Absolutely. Wow. Thanks. He didn't deserve you. That's sweet. I guess I should go back. Good luck. Ugh, my sponsors are going to be so pissed that I haven't been posting. Um, your sponsors are probably thinking about the end of the world and not you, so... Yeah, right. They've told me I'm their most influential sponsorship. What's your platform? Well, I empower women by telling them how they should eat like me, wear clothes just like me, and only use my facial products to live a healthy life. I'm very inspirational. What's your nighttime skin routine? So your job is to empower women by telling them they're living their lives wrong? Um, no. You're, like, totally reading too much into this. Oh, God. 
Folks, remain seated and attempt to stay calm. Flight attendants, prepare for an unexpected landing. AJ, we need to split up. What? I don't get paid enough to deal with this shit. I hate my job. Okay, okay. I use an app to give myself Instagram followers. I ate a cheeseburger last week. I escaped from rehab. Really? I can't even get out of an escape room. Pangea isn't real. I'm not actually British. I'm from Seattle. I want to go home. Me too. I miss my dog. The dog's dead, idiot. I don't have an Aunt Polly. I made her up. Rob Robertson, you're my father. What? I think I'm gay. Really? Uh, I think I love you, Carla. the lottery to get these tickets. I just wanted to get close with my son again. Wait, you... You did? I didn't brush my teeth this morning. Uh, Axis, I think before our departure into the underworld, you must know you were adopted. What? I cannot hear you, brother. You were adopted. Bro, if this is the end, I just want to say I love you, man. What are you talking about? We met this morning. Tower, Mayday, we are experiencing violent turbulence. I repeat, we are experiencing violent turbulence. Whoa. Okay, I think we're through the worst of it. Still no response. Can you stop hugging me? No, can't do, amigo. What if it comes back? Everyone, please stay seated as the turbulence may be back any moment. You want to split up? We just got married. We just don't work, AJ. We're still so young and you didn't even listen. You did the same with Katie. She told me. I can change. I'll change for you. I don't know if I want you to. You use an app? Oh, you're one to talk. You're a fake vegan. I had a moment of weakness. And at least I don't have to fake my following. People actually like me, you know. I'm gonna blow a fuse. Ugh, get me out of this hellhole. Well, that's not gonna happen. Okay, I think we are in the clear temporarily. Please, can you let go of me now? Oh. Yeah, sure. Sorry, man. I'm adopted? How can I be your father? You're not serious, are you? Do you remember Lori Collins from college? She's my mom. Lori Collins. Wow. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah, she talks about you a lot. Lori Collins. She used to be the love of my life. <laughs> she says the same thing. So one time I decided to look you up and one of your broadcasts came up on YouTube. I knew I had to meet you. That's why I took this internship. Wait a sec. Did you say Pangea isn't real? We'll talk later. I'll explain everything. Everyone, please calm down, a pop. You're not even British. Can everyone just shut up for one minute? I've had to listen to all of you run your mouths for the past 2,000 miles nonstop about your problems. And I was trying to be kind by not interjecting. But I've had it. So just stop. Arguing! <clears throat> Sorry, just need to get that off my chest. Wow, you haven't said that much since your father left. Well, this fighting just reminded me of him. I know. I'm sorry, I wish it could have been. Folks, the turbulence has returned. Prepare for emergency landing. Oh my god. This is it. We're what? gonna die. I thought we had another hour to go. This is in accordance with the prophecy foretold. Passengers, brace for impact. <laughs> Finally, we're on the ground. I need to stand up. Was that flight a little bumpy to you or was it just me? I don't think it's the bumpiness that you should be worrying about. Ellie, are you okay? 
Fine. Ellie, I'm sorry. I didn't realize how lucky I was to have you. I was stupid. I know that. But I love you so much. I really do, Ellie. You mean the world to me. If you could just give me another chance. There's no second chances on things like this. I don't know, AJ. I've been thinking. Maybe, maybe we just aren't ready to be married. No, Ellie, please. Come on. I can change for you. If you wanted to change for me, AJ, you would have done it a long time ago. Oh, my shookums. Are you okay? Are you hurt? Mm-hmm. Honey, can you pass me those pills? Boy, I feel my sciatica flaring up. These pilots, they're idiots. What were they even doing this whole time? Sitting on their asses while the world exploded? If my doctor diagnoses me again, I swear. These pilots are getting the bill. God, wouldn't your father be glad to hear that? Oh, your sciatica came back. What a shame. That asshole. Just thinking about him makes me want to strangle him by my neck. Um, Mom. What? Oh, sweetie, I'm so sorry. I know it's been hard for you. Why, it's been hard for me, too. He was a good dad most of the time, and it's hard having to do everything on your own now, and I know you miss him, and... Mom. Mom, we're okay. Siblings, have you survived? Axel, are you all right? Axis, it is not your time for your eternal slumber. Do not go far into the light. Why, Azeroth, why? It is not her time. It is not her time. Stop touching my face. I'm alive. We thought Azeroth took you away from us forever. Do you have any injuries, young one? Physically, I have no injuries, but I am still puzzled. I'm adopted? Sister, it is true. Father adopted you because your milky white complexion reminded him of goat's milk. Brother and I were still young tadpoles and you fit right into our cohort. But you are still one with us, even if you aren't biologically our sibling. We are all one under Azeroth. I assume so, but we, are, we no longer have our blood connection. Azeroth will know the truth. You must let me die the most painful death. It appears I am no longer a true child of Azeroth. Sister, all is well. We are all children of Azeroth. We are all siblings in his kingdom. That is true. But what about our goat? Glenda would be nothing but proud. Oh my gosh, that was an insane landing. Kelly, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. So, in regards to what I said earlier, can we just ignore that? I was in the heat of the moment. I mean, I thought we were going to die, you know? I mean... It's okay. I get it. We can just put it all behind us. No problem. Cool. Cool. Actually, it's not cool. I like you. Like, I really, really like you. And maybe it was just the heat of the moment thing for you. But I meant what I said, and... I like you too, Carla. You guys are so mushy. Okay, look. I'm happy for you both. Let's just move seats now, please. And you can continue. Look, you don't have to, like, acknowledge me as your daughter or anything, you know? I just wanted you to know. No, it's all right. I mean, it's a bit of a shock, but you seem like a good kid, Jessica. And if I have to have a secret daughter, I'm glad it's you. It's Judith. Right, sorry. I'll work on that. And I'm sorry for acting like such a douche. Yeah, you really were such a douche. Sorry. And you do have a bright future ahead of you as a camera operator, that's for sure. I mean, once you learn how to hold a camera steady. (laughs) Yeah, not my finest job, I'll admit. But hey, I'll get there. Plus, it's not every day you get to film your long-lost father, who happens to be Rob Robertson. Cut me some slack, Dad. Whoa! Uh, I mean, (laughs) sorry. 
I don't think I'm ready to be called dad just yet. What if you call me your highness? I'll just call you Rob for now. How's that? That sounds great. Oh, and by the way, please don't tell anyone else my Aunt Polly isn't real. I don't want to ruin it for the viewers, you know? Got it. Thank you, Judith. I think someone needs to go outside and see what happened. Or at least open the door and step out there because we can't stay in here forever. Are you insane? Is everything okay over here? Absolutely not. This woman over here said she wanted to open the door to the plane. She's going to kill us all. I was just saying that if we stay here, we're going to run out of resources and no one really knows what happened out there. Just opening the door could put everyone in danger. The air could be easily toxic and I don't know if we should take that chance. Well, what if there are still others out there? And what if we're not the only ones left? Excuse me. I don't care if there are any survivors. I'm not going to let you put my child in danger. Let's not overreact. Everything will be okay. There's no need to lash out at each other. Let's be reasonable here. I am being reasonable. Some of us have family left on this plane, and I'm not letting you take that away from me. Ladies and gentlemen, please settle down. We can manage this in an orderly fashion. Just please sit down. Guys, just listen to the flight attendant lady. Chill out. You guys have any more booze? We can't just sit here and wait for something else to happen. We need to know exactly where we are and if there's more people who survived. Maybe they're broadcasting a news update or something. And where would we find a news broadcast? Internet is still down and we don't know if there's anyone who... But that's the thing. We don't even know if there's anyone at all. That's why we need to go out there. No, 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 no. We have everything we need right here on this plane. Ladies and gentlemen, please just... Food and water is going to run out faster than you expect. And the air... It's toxic! Don't say I didn't warn you. Oh my god. My head is... Oh, I feel faint. Oh, my sciatica. Mom, calm down. Don't be dramatic. (laughs) Okay, everyone stay calm. If the air was toxic, I think we'd already be able to feel some symptoms. What do you think is happening out there? Of course, nothing good. What do you expect, a pretty rainbow? Everyone, my siblings and I volunteer to exit the plane and face death itself. The prophecy has been set in motion. We hear the call from the god Azeroth and accept our fate so we may ascend to the great lord and- All right, all right, that's enough. You guys can't just leave the plane. Joe, just chill out. The weirdo triplets can leave the plane and live out their prophecy dreams if they want to. I'll go too. Are you out of your mind? Ellie, are you sure this is a good idea? Carla, I need to see if there's anyone else out there who survived. We don't know for the last ones left. Okay. Be careful, okay? If it's safe out there, I'll come back for you. Wait, I want to come too. Ellie, it's dangerous. You can't, you could die out there. I know, AJ, but I think it's best that we both start over. We just need some distance right now. Stay on the plane, please. Let's just talk about this. I'm not ready for us to end. It's for the best, AJ. We just aren't ready. Ellie. I'm going. Just just be safe out there, okay? I guess that makes the triplets you and me. I think that's enough people for now. Are we ready? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you think you're doing? Your safety is technically still the responsibility of Finkin Airlines. And I'm not about to let you risk your lives if I'm going to hear about it from angry lawyers when all of this is over. When all this is over. When all this is over? Listen to what you're saying right now. Do you see what happened out there? Everyone is standing here worrying about their doctor bills and lawyers and social media when we don't even know if anybody has survived, if anything has survived. Now I'm going out there to see what happened because chances are that our priorities are a little different now. Lawyers don't matter. Your phones, your devices, your internet presence, it doesn't matter anymore. 
I'm ready to go. We too are also ready to be received by our king, Azeroth. Would you stop that? Okay, here we go. They're all dead. Don't say that. Give it a minute or two. Wait, what are you doing? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Whoa, did you just delete Instagram? I'll just, I can re-download it once things are more figured out. You guys. You're back. What happened? Is it worse than we thought? Well, spit it out. You guys are going to want to see this. Passengers move to the door of the plane. They look out. They look back at each other. A moment. Blackout. End of play. And that concludes our reading of Up in the Air. Now we have some questions for the playwrights. I get to say that with an S because we have multiple playwrights this week. All right. Our first question is, what inspired you to write this piece? I really uh, liked Bella's uh, response to this question. Bella, if you want to talk about how we came to, to writing Up in the Air. Yeah, of course. So the concept for this play was initially pitched by Roderick Bacon, who he was inspired by a news article about a group of people um, and came up with this idea where we'd have a bunch of people on a plane flight who were able to avoid a nuclear war like that was worldwide because we were on this plane. And so our class immediately latched onto this concept, especially the fact that it would be played as a comedic lighthearted like sort of show rather than delving into the drama of the situation. So when we started plotting out the basis of the play as a whole class, um, I suggested that we make it the longest flight on earth where the plane would be like completely um, circumnavigate the globe without stopping. And so this was able to add a whole new aspect of life to the play. And that's kind of what inspired us with this piece. What do you think was the hardest part about writing this play? Great. I liked Ava Downey. I liked your response here. Yeah. Okay. So um, I feel like it was definitely the fact that there weren't any main characters. Um, The play consisted of a lot of just like people having normal conversations. So I feel like it was challenging at first to just come up, come up with like regular dialogue, just some casual dialogue between the characters. Yeah. Also Brock, Brock, your response to this was good as well. Uh, another hard thing about writing the play was making sure the flow was consistent and good because we split up into groups when writing this and to, we each wrote a scene. So making sure that each scene just went right into the other without it being an awkward transition or anything was a hard thing to keep. Yeah. Our next question, what do you want audiences to take away from this play? I want to hear from Ronnie, Kira, and Zoe. So let's go Ronnie first. Okay, so I said that I want audiences to take away that if you come together and work hard, you can create something really special. I know that that isn't necessarily about the show, but when audiences listen to this, I want them to think, wow, a sophomore class and a teacher created this and to take that to heart, that if a bunch of teenagers can create a show, then they can truly create something special too. Yeah, that's great. Um, I wanted the audience to take away that life is precious. And while this show has like funny scenes and, um, and there's like a lot of laughs and everything, um, it's also, it also shows that we can lose a lot in a matter of seconds. So don't take everything for granted. Don't stay on your phones. Talk to the people you love because you never know when it's the last time that you'll hang out with them 
perceive them. Yeah, bouncing off of Kira's idea, um, I wanted audience to see our play and realize that everyone is always so fed up in their internet appearance and social media and their cell phones that we don't actually look around and realize what is going on in the world. And the reality of a huge national event, which we are living in a huge national event now, um, is very, very prevalent in today's society. So. It's great. I, I, I know we're not asking the question, but I, I think maybe like a question that uh, could be asked and Analia and Mackenzie's answers kind of fit into that is like, how, how did you go about like articulating the concept like into an actual scene? And, and Analia and Mackenzie both had really great responses to that last question. Let's go Analia first and, and, then, and then Mackenzie. Yeah, so as we're writing one of the last pieces of dialogue, I think, uh, I think it was Ali that speaks about how all of the characters care so much about technology. And because of the plane crashing, she realizes that technology can't save them anymore and that they only have each other to depend upon. So I think the main point we want to get across is that, or one of many, is that technology is only so useful until one day it's not. And just when we all have, uh, we all have to depend on depend upon each other. What will we do without technology? Um, so we all like kind of broke off into. We were all split up into groups um, when we started writing this. And so when my group and I were writing our scene, we started by just making like a whole bunch of lists of interactions that would occur, as well as characters within the scene that we wanted to include. And uh, when we started writing them in and just creating the scene, there were obviously a ton of edits that were made. Um, There were four of us in each group. And in my group, we each gave each other feedback on ideas or just bounce different ideas back and forth. Um, We would also collaborate with other groups to write parts of scenes or talk to characters specifically to get their input on an idea or a line for their character. And then once we were satisfied with what we had written, um, all groups came together and we all read our scenes from scene one through scene six and gave each other feedback or different ideas to incorporate. Thank you so much, guys. It was great hearing your play and talking to you last week about devising. Thank you so much for being part of this this is the last time we'll be seeing this class because there are two classes of drama comp, dramatic composition. This was the uh, first class and next week we'll be starting with the uh, second class. So thank you so much, everyone. And thank you so much, Ryan. Um, of course. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Playwright Repertory Podcast, part of our four-part series with the Dramatic Composition class of the Orange County School of the Arts. Super fun time. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did and you haven't listened to last week's episode, go and listen to last week's episode. And if you did enjoy it, then stay for next week and the week after. We have, we have so much more. more fun- episodes two more episodes of this series. Yeah. And if you want your play to be featured on, and you're not part of a dramatic composition class because, I mean, very few people are. Most Sarah wasn't. Most people aren't. I Most people are not. Those people. <laughs> you can totally come and submit your work to us. We we love to hear it. If you want to submit it, it's at tinyurl.com slash prpsubmit. Or you can email us at playreppodcast at gmail.com. And that's tinyurl.com slash prpsubmit or playreppodcast at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear your play and we love to read it. And if you are multiple playwrights, if you are a group of friends who wrote a play, want to hear it, want to be the actors, come reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. And if you want to listen to 
our other episodes that we have, our episode last week about devising, also with the drama comp class, was really helpful, really educational. But yeah, this is our seventh episode, so we have six more what? Yeah, I know. Crazy. We have six previous episodes you can listen to. And we are just all over the place on every <laughs> medium. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Yeah, we're on Spotify. Spotify um, what's that called? Stitcher. Stitcher. We're on Isaac. Stitcher. We're on <laughs> Stitcher. Uh, pretty much everything but SoundCloud. So We're on your Alexa and your Google Home. We're so, in if your you own Google both home. of those, why do you own both of those? That's yeah. redundant. But well, we are on both of those. Go ahead and give those a listen. Thank you so much for listening. And then Mitchell, do you have any final thoughts? Like Rob Robertson, I only watch Frozen 2. What a masterpiece. Biggest Oscar snub, just by the way, I want to put that out there. It wasn't even nominated. <laughs> Big upset about that. It's my dog's favorite movie. Thanks for listening. See you next week. 